What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40-show run, hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raised Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to Outside the Round with me, Matt Burrill. Today, we have got a very special guest, a longtime member of the Rage Rowdy family, um, a great personality here in Nashville, an amazing songwriter, artist. Y'all know her, Hannah Dam Dasher. Girl, Hello. how you doing, girl? Hey, Hoss. Thank you for having me. Good yeah, to see you. Of course. I'm glad you could fit us into your busy schedule. You are all over the place. Like, just Overrated. going and going. What have you been up to? Well, first of all, how was this weekend? I saw you were involved with the Grand Prix. and Yes. Well, I, I was filming and playing shows in South Carolina, North Carolina. So oh, I was, okay. I was... Uh, Filming some content with the Cornbread Cowboy. Okay. It. Yeah, God bless you, Cornbread. We love you, Ori I love him. So lots of fun stuff coming up there. But playing shows. Uh, this is my first headlining tour. It's the Tall Boy Tour. Let's go. And Yeah. Yeah, just uh, doing the damn thing. Yeah, we love that. And um, talk about doing the damn thing and you've been, your first headlining tour. You've been out and you've gotten to open up for all kinds of different artists over the years. And I think where you first came into the first got connected with Nikki T and the Ray's Rowdy Living. folks up there in Pittsburgh and Ohio. Cadillac 3. Being out Correct. with the TC3 boys. Um, what were those days like? Because that's, looking oh, back, you've been in town for a little while. Like, what was. I have been in I miss those days uh, every day, honestly. Uh, Cadillac 3 is one of my favorite live bands of all time. Like, and I've seen everybody. Like, I've seen Petty and I've seen the Rolling Stones. And, and I literally ranked them up there with like Kid Rock, the Stones, like, as far as entertainers go. Um, but yeah, I miss those days a lot. And then, you know, COVID kind of shut everything down and I wasn't on the road at all, but, um, I have been blessed to do like a few shows here with Skinner and a few shows with Hank or, you know, a few shows with Reba. I've never actually been on a tour. Uh, so, uh, I created my own tour, the, the tailgate tour a year or two ago. Yeah. And, uh, where I kind of crashed the parking lots of like John party and brothers Osborne and Eric church and, uh, made a little money doing that, believe it or not. And then, uh, but now it's the Tall Boy Tour. It's my own dang, my own dang thing. Yeah, and you're going all over the place with that tour, right? Yes, out west and uh, Montana and everywhere. So, Idaho. I <laughs> see. Idaho is one of the states I haven't been to because I've been all over the place with my years of doing the, t the tour manager thing, doing the merch selling thing, and the like. That big sky country, the, the Yellowstone area, is a Laney Wilson country now, if you will, with with, sure. with that, with how big sky country is and stuff. I haven't been out that way. So Idaho, I'm sure, will be fun for you. We got Yeah, Wyoming, all that. I mean, I'm headlining a festival over there. Oh, and really? I went with my buddy, um, uh, Jesse Daniels, going to be on 
uh, on the bill too. He's great. Nice. And uh, but yeah, just uh, going going where the money is, honey. Hey, that's that's what you got to do. And yeah. talk about COVID being in a weird spot. Like doing you're doing the artist thing and. You're on the road and you're putting music out, and all of a sudden the world fucking shuts down. Which, by the way, you can cuss on here. You're more than welcome to. Thank this you. is this is a cussing podcast here at I outside the it. round. You can say drink whatever you want to do. Um, but then COVID hits, and a lot of artists, a lot of folks, just all over the world had to pivot. And it seems like you pivoted as well as anyone. I and because you've always been a personality. Like when I think of Hannah Dam Dasher, I'm like. I'm gonna smoke. I might. I'm gonna bum a cig. I'm gonna smoke a cig I with Hannah. I might. I might go out in the parking lot and smoke some greenery. I'm a. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna hear a story. I'm gonna hear about something crazy. That ta- like. Exactly. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a good time with you outside of scoreboards out there behind the Nashville Palace. Like, all this stuff. And then now for the world to get to see your personality That's and so you're cool. authentically you. Like, you're your own damn thing. And I love that. I don't know who else to be. Yeah, honest, honestly, and it's like now you've. You've used, you've utilized social media in as strong of a way as anybody has in country music or music in general to kind of develop this, the the character of who you really are. And now the whole world sees it and you get all these comments, you get all these shares and you pop up on TV shows and you're working with all these different people. The last few years have to have been pretty freaking crazy for you, huh? Not the route that I foresaw for myself, but... Um, ever so grateful. I was on Rachel Ray today. That aired again. Yeah, I saw that. Anyway, and I just, um, but uh, I was kind of getting slept on where I was at, at the label, and I thought, okay, what can I do to showcase my personality? And so I just tried to capitalize on the TikTok thing and cut a few jokes, and um, and uh, it took off. Who knew that it would? But uh, but it's it's really been great. You know, some artists have a big managing team there. They have a lot of money behind them or both, and so it's great to get those kind of opportunities there. Or you're, you know, maybe an artist that moves to town and you're in a brotherhood, you know, like like Luke Bryan and, and Cole Swindle, and which is yeah. Cole Swindle. Swindle. <laughs> Swindle is how I've always known him back in the Georgia days. Yeah. Love him. But you know what I mean? It, it, which it's great to have a brotherhood like that. But, you know, I I didn't have anything like that. And so I thought, okay, um, what can I utilize to my advantage uh, to kind of pave my own way? And so, uh, so yeah, just what I'm doing with my with my little steamrollers trying to reel my own path out over here. Well, I'd say you're you're carving a damn you're making a damn highway for yourself. Thank and you. there's and there's young artists that are that are looking up to you and that are that are coming up and seeing being a being a female, strong personality females. Like nineties and early two thousands we had that. And then there was Tomato Gate and all this shit and then things changed right, for right, a while. And but now it's like there are the the strong will, powerful, confident female doing the doing the damn thing singing about all kinds of topics like and you're kind of helping pave the way for that i think in the year 2023 of what's coming right no and i and i mean that like because there are a lot of young artists like girls like ella langley that are coming out right now girls like meg Brown, like that are coming up and i'm like they have that that strong personality but you were one of the first people i remember seeing in town because i moved here 2018 which you got here when 2012 2011 2011 so yeah you were here when all the tomato gate shit happened and when it was was. when it was tough really tough it still is tough but when it was really tough being a female in this town and trying to do the country music thing well i kind of have reba's philosophy and all that Uh, i've always considered myself one of the boys and you know if you're going to put out whiny music if i can't put it on my workout mix i'm not going to listen to it you know if i can't play when I'm entertaining, I'm not going to listen to it. And I've just always gravitated towards, you know, man music, if you will. Nothing against women because I'm obsessed with Aretha and, you know, Reba, people like that. But I, uh, but as far as an entertainer goes and as far as 
you know, really uh, doing what's true to me and what I, what I think will appeal to, you know, to the masses, uh, you know, I just I have to do what I do. And uh, Reba cut upbeat songs in a world where women were singing ballads. You know what I mean? And um, I, uh, I just, I, if a song was ever pitched to me it, that was kind of whiny or, you know, I, that, that's not my style. Yeah. There's a place for that, I'm sure. But I don't know. I just, I think the artist has to marry the music. And um, when you're thick-fied and bold and uh, unapologetic, uh, I believe your music's got to showcase that. And when I discovered Eric Church in college um, and that Sinners Like Me record, it really gave me permission to be myself. I'm like, okay, this guy is from the East Coast like me. He talks like me. And uh, and I'm so blessed to get to write with guys like that, with Spillman and Casey Bethard. And, yeah. um, and so that's what folks can expect on this uh, project coming out. Let's go. I'm, I'm excited for, for and the, the next project. coming out after that. Woo! Hell yeah. I love that you got stuff in the tank. And you talk about Eric Church talks like the way you talk. You have a country accent. And I love that. And I've started to sound like I said, um, I did. Um, I was hanging out with, with Trey, Trey Lewis, who's Loving. from Birmingham, talks very country. And then um, my buddy Nick Haynes, who's from, uh, who's another Georgia, Georgia guy. Um, I've heard of Nick. And they talk very country. And I, I said the phrase reckon. I was like, I reckon I'll do that. I was Let's go. My, and I was like, wait a second, guys. I'm I'm starting to say reckon and y'all fixin and this two. and that yeah. fixing too. And it helps that I'm I'm dating dating sweet Erin from Charleston. She's a doll baby, I love her. Yeah, she says that you you invite her to church and stuff, which is cool. At the bar, yeah, we're at the bar at having the bar? a drink. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, I'm going to church, so you wanna come? <laughs> well, I go to Mount Zion. I mean, my I, I stick out like the double cream in a, a cream in a double Oreo, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, yeah, but it's a lot of fun. But she's well, a doll baby. Yeah. Why Mount Zion? What is it about that church? Well, not, I didn't grow up. See, I grew up like out like Episcopalian, which is like kind of being Catholic. They say it's like being Catholic, but you can smoke. That's like how my parents it. described it. It's like a less informal or a more informal way of Catholicism. So I didn't grow up in the Bible Belt and grow up where there's a different kind of church on every corner. So what right. is it about about Mount Zion? That's a good question. Well, uh, I just tend to connect with. Uh, soul with uh, the music for one is just insane i have a black rhythm section for the yeah. most part like in my band you know my drummer is the best I, I just i think a black gospel trained drummer is the best hank's that way he likes to keep a good greasy rhythm section in his band um the music is just so soulful it Can just speaks there? to me and then the message that the preaching you know like like soul preachers are not afraid to say you know or to talk about clubbing and having sex and marijuana behind the pulpit things like that you know what yeah. i mean whereas what we grew up in like in the lutheran church the episcopalian church it's uh very straight laced very uh you know it, it kind of it lightly brushes on subjects but it doesn't really you know it's not really life application it's not it's not in your face like a black mama's gonna slap you all up and tell you how you're wrong yeah and i you know i i just enjoy that direct honest way of worship and uh and not to mention the way they dress, you know. I just I feel very accepted and very. I mean, my big hoops and my big hair. And, Let's go. But those are my people. Yeah. I love them so much. Makes me think of the Blues Brothers. Hell Makes me yeah. think of Soul Man and the Blues Brothers, yeah. and it's John Belushi, Bop, and Dan Aykroyd just bopping around. Yeah. I'm, and growing up, growing up in South Georgia, you've I I always say that there's folks there's just something in the water in the state of Georgia, and it crosses over into, and and I mean it's everywhere, but. 
if you talk about country music or just the history of music in America, you have to talk about the state of Georgia and particularly South Georgia. My favorite place to go on tour when I was with Trey Lord. was Statesboro, Georgia. Lord, of course so, it was. The, as a single all man. All college hoochies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. When the, the, Dick da- the Dick Down in Dallas tour has always done very oh, well man. at the Blue Room in Statesboro, mm. Georgia. We call it God's country. But I've gotten to go to Savannah a couple times, too. And I haven't been to Charleston yet. Aaron and I have a trip planned there in November. But I've been to been to Savannah and been to, um, what was the venue? Saddlebags. Saddlebags. Oh, God. We I went played to. there with the Cadillac yep. We did Saddlebags. And then um, Barrel House South was the other venue that we went in there. But just growing up in, a, in an area like that where you have all that history and you have the cobblestone roads and you have the water right there. It's just so, like, scenic and beautiful. Like, New York is, like... A rat race and it's fucking chaos but like the deep south there's just this this vibe and it's just beautiful like what was it, it like is. growing up in south georgia in a place like savannah well i mean i'm i'm seventh generation wow so my people have been there on that land uh for since uh they settled the colony wow anyhow and so i've got bullets like i'm a big historian i love country music rock and roll history and i know american history and i've got like bullets uh in my curio cabinet from uh, both wars the revolutionary war and civil war fought on family land wow and all and so uh it's there's a there's a deep pride that uh that comes with that and it's one of the reasons i connected so well with leonard skinner growing up because you know they were just so proud to be from the south and um um, the music was just fucking awesome. And, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's, I wouldn't want to grow up anywhere else. I mean, hell, my first word was tractor. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I lost my virginity in a cotton field. I mean, you really can't make all that up. Stairway you to really was in the background. <laughs> Bless it. And then I sang at that guy's wedding, actually. As a really? Fact. Yes. That's awesome. Full circle. Right. Anyway, maybe TMI. But all that to say, uh, uh, it, it's growing up down there has really added to, I mean, it's, it's just, it's befitting to the genre that I'm in, Yeah, you know, and, and toured in Georgia. Yes. It's a lot of fun, but I think Alabama has a deeper appreciation for, I, I think Georgia has been spoiled because so much talent has come from there. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you mentioned Luke Bryan, Cole and those guys, but like, what about like Brent Cobb, yep. Travis Tritt, Alan Jackson? I mean, there are, there are really a, and Billy Currington. And then you go hometown. up north a little bit and then you got the Corey Smith, Brantley Gilbert, yes. Colt Ford, John Langston. You got all those boys coming boy. out. And then you got folks like, like Lauren Elena, like people coming out, guys and girls that come out of, come out of Georgia. But yeah, you go over the border into, into Alabama and there's a vibrant scene there too. Like I love going to the music scene in Birmingham. I just think the South in general is spoiled with the live music thing. Because back home it's like DJs and you'll get bands and bars sometimes. But the fact that like four nights a week you're gonna get a band in a bar in some podunk town in the South, it's amazing. Well, it's in awesome. some college town, yeah, or, or two. Yeah, we it, it's very saturated with with bands and things like that. But it makes it more fun to me to go and play yeah. places like the Midwest or you know, places that don't necessarily, you know, get that kind of music as often. And, yeah. And uh, they really appreciate it. Yeah. Did you do the college thing? Um, I went to college, went to UGA. Go nice. Dogs. Okay. Athens girl. Nice. I did. I did. I, it was, I did the music business program there because uh, I lost the Belmont battle with my dad. And <laughs> The uh, Belmont battle. Right, right. So I was like the only, you know, country, I guess, person in the 
in the uh, in the class. There was a guy, he's a year older than me, Matt Runner, who's a big agent now here at Washerman, and he's crushing it. And uh, he works with Blackberry Smoke and all those guys. But uh, but it was, uh, you know, Athens was not really a country music scene. Yeah. And because, uh, like, R.E.M., Michael Stites was literally, like, and Sonny Ortiz from uh, Grateful Dead, they were, like, in my class, the very first day of class. So it was good for me to see that realm. I got exposed to, you know, Jason Isbell and the drive-by truckers and got to meet those guys and hang with them a little bit early on. So it was it was good to kind of build my, uh, you know, my eclectic uh, repertoire, if that makes sense. Yeah, because you've got but, two. But country's always been my bread, bread and meat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's like you have two just incredible rooms. Like, because I I love talking about different venues like around the country because I've oh, been to so yeah. many of them and gotten to do some cool things. And it's like the forty watt and, and the Georgia Theater. By God. Like the Gath is just one of the coolest theaters, and there's just this this energy and this aura. Now, do you remember the first show that you saw there? Because I'm guessing you went and saw some shows my there back show in the day. Or that you played. The first show at 40 Watt would have been Dirk Bentley, actually. Wow. Um, and Or Eric Church. It was one of those guys. Can you imagine Eric Church playing the 40 Watt? <laughs> like, I think I'm fixing to do the 40 Watt here in the fall. And then we've got, uh, and Georgia Theater, my first show there had to be, this is going to make me sound really old, but I just have good taste. And I had a fake ID. Just not hey. much. But it was cross-Canadian ragweed. Wow. That had to, how smoky was that room? Uh. I don't know, but anytime Brantley would come to George Theater, there was always a stabbing or a fight or something <laughs> that would take place. So I only went to like one Brantley show, yeah. and I was over it. But he's very talented. Yeah, we. Um, <laughs> I, I had an experience the wild because I've, I've been like all the. It's funny because Georgia does have all the all the college towns, and every town's a little bit different. Like Statesboro is Statesboro, and then you go a little bit east, and then like Savannah's its own thing, and then you go a little bit west, more into the middle of nowhere. There's Tifton, Georgia, is its own oh, thing. Oh, Tifton, by and then, God. Yep, Tifton by by God, exactly. Shout out Craig Campbell. Chewbacca, 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 And then um, you go up to Milledgeville, Georgia. That's oh, a whole separate. Yeah. Milledgeville, Georgia, was our wildest experience on the road. Like with Trey, somebody slashed our trailer tire. Our, our Trey's old guitar player was who killed. Did he, who did he? Who? Probably had, some wild woman. It was no, it wasn't even a woman. It was like <laughs> it was like the frat boys. They were breaking in the green room, stealing the beer. They were. Wow. It was a wild scene. It was like right. That's vicious. Yeah, it was crazy. When I, we were in college, we were just like turning the upstairs of the Sigma Chi house into a slip and slide. I mean, that's. But, but like it was, nobody was harmed really. Yeah, but. yeah. And this was at a This was like this was at what used to be Capital City. Now it's now it's yes. Ned Kelly's. So and it was like one of their first shows back like during during COVID. So gotcha. It was it was a wild time. But like, and I love Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia. Oh, Rome. I love. I've been there once. We still say I haven't toured a whole lot yet. So this is that's why this is uh you know like I was I did a handful of dates with Cadillac Three. I say handful. I did a lot of shows with Cadillac Three. They were the first ones to take me out on the road. Like I wasn't ready. My first band show was opening for them at George Theater. I had no business to be there. Anyhow, but uh, all that to say, um, Jerry really believed in me, and he's the one that gave me my first Telecaster. He's like, which is an electric guitar, for those of you <laughs> listen, but it, it's a honky-tonk guitar with a rock and roll pickup in it. And he's like, here, learn it. You got the chops, girl. And that's what it took to have somebody that I looked up to, my guitar hero, to say, I believe in you. And so I've, of course, incorporated that into my live show. Anyhow, but, um, you know, I went over to William Morris, which is a big booking agency here in town, uh, like a a year or so after that. And then I played maybe like 30 dates, and then the country shut down because of COVID and all. And so uh, I'm excited to, you know, this this is my first time playing like 100 dates a year. So I am 
hungry and excited and I can't believe that it's my little headlining gig but thanks to TikTok and you know social media I'm able to uh, bring a few people out a little yeah. bit yeah were you were you against doing the TikTok thing early on because a lot of people are like when so like during that that in COVID time like Back in the day, B B C before COVID, a lot of artists weren't doing. That's what I was. I'd say B B C before COVID, um, or B B S before before all the crazy bullshit. Whatever, however, however you want to call it. Yes, we are for sure. Um, uh, like artists would be kind of hesitant to do the social media thing. I mean, you had like the era of the guys and girls coming up with Vine and doing things like that. But I felt like during COVID, a lot of artists were like, I don't need to do this. I don't want to do this. Was there any of that in you where you were like, I don't want to sit there and do these videos and things like that? Uh, Luke Combs was sitting on my sofa years ago eating a bowl of chicken noodle soup. We were writing a song. And he was telling me about Vine and and like and trying to explain to me how to use the app because he's like, you need to utilize your personality. Like you could really do well because that's kind of how he broke out was through Vine. Anyhow, and then Vine kind of sort of came obsolete. But then I guess, uh, you know, like TikTok was brand new and a buddy of mine was kind of ahead of the game. And he's like, you really need to try to try to build this app and use this. And so I thought, you know what? I don't have, you know, I don't have a lot of these uh opportunities at my exposure so let me just use this to try to create my own and that's kind of what happened not to repeat myself but but i understand the uh, the weariness of it because like i could be standing at my kitchen uh the phone not on just my phone in my tripod uh and like washing dishes and i'll go to pull up the tiktok app and it will have screenshotted a photo of me my back washing dishes at my sink that's kind of creepy. That is creepy. Yeah. So I understand people's, you know, apprehension about it. But you know what? It's working. Yeah. When what, when did the kitchen, like the cooking, the standby your pan bit, when did that all kind of well, come everybody to was, you know, all the restaurants were shut down. And I just heard people complaining about it. I'm spending a thousand bucks a month on groceries. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I thought, God, I got to help America. People my age can't, girls my age can't cook. You know, because I'm I'm old school. I'm country. My mother required us to learn, but my girlfriends didn't know how to boil rice, and so I wow. thought, well, you know, maybe, why don't I just uh, I'd just gotten a Tammy Wynette cookbook, and I, you know, the stand by your pan, you know, kind of thing just kind of fell out of the sky, and and there we go. I just thought, why not unite people? Yeah, a country that was so divided at the time. There was a, an election yeah. going on, and I thought, okay, we can agree on. Coleslaw, we can agree on chocolate cake, right? Yes, absolutely. Anybody can agree on chocolate yeah, cake. So, and uh, and it and it it got bigger than I thought that it would, and it did more for me than I expected it to. And what's you know my my favorite part about it is meeting. I've got people from all walks of life, fans. I've got you know hippies, rednecks, gays. I mean, I've just you know good old boys and little girls, and a lot of that has kind of forced me to clean my act up a little bit. I've made a little bit of a transformation <laughs> since our last Ray's Rowdy podcast, <laughs> and about three pant sizes. Yeah, and, you look great. Well, thank you. Don't look hot or naked, but <laughs> but 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 I, but I realized there were so many eyes on me. I had to clean my act up. I pissed off so many people, uh, so many evangelicals with my latest artwork from uh, that thing you like, the song we just put out. But it is what it is. Yeah. Well, you're getting to be you. Like you're doing, you're you're doing whatever the fuck you want to do. I love that. Well, I mean, but you got to empower people along the way too. Embrace your curves. Embrace who you are. If you want to have big hair, walk around with big hair. Hell, I stuffed my bra until I could afford to buy boobs. Just be who you want to be, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What's your favorite thing to cook? 
Right. Do you have a favorite thing, or do you like mixing it up and I trying guess, new things, and then you have your old classics? Well, yeah, I bet you make some mean shrimp and grits. I bet your grits are just out of this world. My mothers are the best, uh, but uh, the shrimp and grits are great. I like to. I, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of a cook, so like a I like like a good old beef roast with cream potatoes, or like a banana pudding, things like that. I just Ooh. like, you know, comfort food. Yeah, that's see, I've yeah. I've had the spoils now of dating a southern woman. Yeah, who lo- who, it's funny. She says if her she was like if if this she's like if this apartment catches fire, the first things to come out are my daughter and then my collection of cookbooks. Right? My yeah, cookbooks, yeah, yeah, the cookbooks. Oh yeah, oh, yeah but you can't, all the old school cookbooks you got to say. Yeah, she's got like those old the like the southern living ones and like oh, the yeah, ones where you put valuable. your recipes. In. Yeah, she's got like the shit that's been like passed down from generations. And that. she'll just and she I've. I've gotten to enjoy the the home cooking stuff because back home my mom would cook a lot, my grandma would cook a lot. Well, but you got Italian blood in you, Italian, right? Oh, oh yeah, I would. I, I would get the the penne alla vodka, the chicken parm, the the this, the that, like the fettuccine alfredo. I got spoiled with all that stuff. None of that Fazoli's garbage that y'all got down here. Oh, I'm not yeah, a Fazoli's guy at trust all. Trust me, same. I'm a, yeah, no they cardboard my, ketchup. No thank oh, you. it's the worst. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Here's chicken parm for six bucks. What could possibly go wrong? You know, right. but um. But I've gotten to enjoy those spoils of of the southern. I, like there is such a big cooking culture within southern, just southern living in general. Like well, you too. men and men, men are out in the smoker and cooking and doing well, stuff. Yeah, there, there's a get together. It's not really a get together. It's we're having a fish fry or we're having a barbecue or we're frying chicken over here at so and so's house or yeah. we're grilling ribs. Yeah, it's always. Which I love how Zach Brown. Uh, started cooking on his tours and yeah. kind of showcasing that side of himself. And I've always thought, you know what, when I'm when I have the means to do it, when I can uh, add that much, <laughs> that many more salaries onto my uh, into my camp, I think it'd be so much fun to uh, to do something like that at my meet and greets with my fans. Yeah, they call it the Zach Brown meet and meet and eat. Or no, meet and eat. Me, yeah, it's meet and eat, eat. eat, and yeah, eat or eat, eat and meet. Or I think I forget what it was, but I remember seeing that package because it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah, they um, they've been doing that for a long time too. Um, so you moved to Nashville. What was Nashville like in 2011, 2012 when you get up here? Cause <sighs> it wasn't this big. Yeah. There's still the Shoney's across from Tin Roof at that point. Right. Right, right, right. And the, uh, well, the, the best Western's still here though. There weren't nearly, uh, there were hardly any cranes in the sky, in the, uh, sky and not as many skyscrapers, but the Batman towers were very prominent in the downtown, uh, scape. But, uh, it was a smaller town. But it was still a big town because, you know, little country girl. I mean, going to Athens to school, Athens, Georgia was three hours from home. That was kind of a, it was still a, it was a good step for me. But it was still kind of a culture shock, if you will, because, you know, in its own little way. But it was it was a good step to prepare me for Nashville. And um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I wish I could go back. Uh, who were some of the early? But, who were some of your early, early friends? Like you moved to town, like because they always say it's like classes. Like I remember the guys and girls. Like I moved here to town about the same time as like guys like John Morgan and Dylan Marlowe, and like that 2017, 2018, 2019. We all kind of get lumped together. I love who else that. was moving to town around that time? Um, Channing Wilson. Oh fuck yeah! I love Channing. Wilson. Channing. Yes, it's they, a bad, bad man right there. I love uh, Ward Gunther. Oh, so you Hit were here for the inception of Whiskey Jam. You saw I was. It. I was. They started calling me like the female Jamie Johnson or whatever. And so, <laughs> and Channing was like, okay, what's the buzz? Let's write a song. And so I had a hook saved for him, which is a song that I would like to release again. Um, I've never released it, actually, but it's, uh, it's, it's I Kill Jack Daniels One Shot at a Time. It's Ooh. really good. And he's like, I like a man killing song. So my first write in town was with Channing. 
Wow. Um, but those guys like really championed me, Ward championed me and his wife, Kelly, we're still really close like to this day. And, uh, um, and I just really appreciate them, uh, believing in what I do. Uh, those are some of my first friends here. Uh, oh gosh. And then, uh, Thomas Archer, Joey Hollis, some of those wild boys from Milledgeville. I talked <laughs> Thomas into moving to town and hurricane was actually written downstairs at, we called my house a sugar shack because, well, you can just uh, yes. yeah. imagine. <laughs> Anyhow, but, uh, they, they had, had a large time, yeah. uh, and introduced him to, uh, his wife, Hope, and uh, but the those boys just kind of looked out for me. And Thomas was a co-writer on H to the Dan to the D. Uh, You're gonna love me, which yep. was kind of the focus track of the last project I put out, the half record. And anyhow, now I'm tickled to be putting out the other damn half. Yeah, that's... it's taken me a while, but I had to, you know, I had to pay cash, you know. Yeah, I mean, it takes it takes a while. Perfection takes time, you know. It takes it takes time, and but I feel like right now is a perfect time for you to be releasing. Some music. And oh, yeah. while at times out with going on tour, with popping up on, like, how crazy is it to be on, to be on freaking Rachel Ray? Oh, like, who like, would have ever fucking thought that? Who knew? I know. Country, country, town, country to New York. Well, Rachel is a champion of uh, songwriters and musicians. She's married to a songwriter. John, her husband's a musician. And so, uh, but yeah, my Shorefire Girls set up the first. This is my second time being on Rachel Ray, actually. So her team reached out for this second time, and I was just so tickled to come and do it. And made honey butter chicken biscuits and talked about the new music and, and my weight loss journey. Thank yeah. you, Wilson. I'm working out with a celebrity trainer. Oh, really? Wilson and Ebenier. I met him through uh, when he trained the FGL guys and uh, and all that. And he's out with a lot of artists and does a lot of stuff. But he makes time for me. And he has just really helped my body make a transformation in the last year. And I'm just so grateful for to him. And, I mean, he looks like the Predator with his dreadlocks. And he's just this big, tough guy. But he's, a, he's a big old gentle giant, but he'll kick your ass, man. I think I've seen videos of him working with, like, working with Morgan and Ernest and yep, those Morgan guys, Ernest, right? Yeah, Morgan and Ernest. Yeah, all those guys. Yep, 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 yep. He's out busy with those guys. But um, he's one of my dear friends. He's a mentor of mine. I love him. And so, yeah. but I got to plug Grit and Hustle on Rachel Ray and, you know, really want awesome. to promote his business. Because Grit and Hustle's done a lot for me. Yeah, what kind of workouts are they putting you through? Like, what, what God, are you? Well, like this morning. Uh, I mean, I was like drenched in sweat, but uh, I call it grits and hustle just to make you mad because I like <laughs> to eat so much, you know. But uh, I mean, it's just it's a lot of like hit cardio, so high intensity stuff. Yeah, we get a good warm up in on a bike or a run, and then uh, you know, and then it's heavy weights and like snatches and um, yeah, like lots of weighted lunges. And uh, but I told him I'm like I want Cheryl Crow guitar arms. So and now I'm getting them. Yeah, look like, at you, girl. I know who knew. But I just, but I want people to be inspired by, you know, like I, I've made a transformation on the inside as well as the outside. And I think, you know, when the country kind of shut down BC, as you called it, it really kind of forced me to take a look at, okay, my, at myself. And as my numbers, my social media started growing and I had to, you know, I was getting stopped everywhere to take pictures with people. I'm like, okay, there's more eyes on me. I really need to clean up my act. And so, um, you know, my relationships have improved. You know, I think God really purged me of people and things that didn't need to be in my life and brought things in that really needed to be. And my music improved as a result. And so that's why I'm just so excited to bring y'all songs like Ugly Houses yes. to showcase a side of me that's, you know, that's, that's more depth because there's obviously more, more to me than just humor and big hair. Yeah. So, um, but then again, uh, you know, songs that I fought for while I was at Sony that I couldn't get on the 
couldn't get on that project, like I'm going to whoop your redneck ass, which is one of my most popular yes, songs live, yes. is obviously coming out on this one too. And the music video is, oh, you're in for a treat. It's going to be awesome. Is Cornbread in that one? Yes. I was going to say, that just sounds like an Orzon. How'd you get connected with him, by the way? Because Ori has become Bless a good him. friend. I text with him usually a few times a week. He's a and good he's, guy. He's, he's one of my best friends. Uh, contrary to popular belief, me and the Cornbread Cowboy are not dating. But I love him. God, it would be fun if you did, though. I right. I love the saga. I don't think I don't think I could handle it. But just keep watching socials and and I would keep keep watching for us because you'll see that saga. I hope grow a little bigger. But Lord love a duck. He slid into my DMs on TikTok or something. But I just I'm like, oh my God, there's me. But it's a dude. He's dressed. He's retro. It's like, oh my yeah. God, it's 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 my it's my yeah. it's my. A doppelganger and we just hit it off and um i've invited him like to like a nascar event and uh and then just i've tried to share my network with him and I took him to nashville and anyway and to know him is to love him and so uh, but his page is just he's just taken off and he's trying to get involved with some uh uh He's, he's got a big passion for like Down syndrome and kids with Down syndrome yeah. and so he's trying to get involved with some things like that too and really grow his his platform beyond just Funny videos. Yeah, have, has he made um, ribs for you or made barbecue? Because I know he was a he was a he was a barbecue guy. Like that's he what he tells barbecue. about the story. He doesn't cook. No, he seriously. Told, he told oh, me that, he worked at a barbecue he place. He did. He did, but he doesn't cook. He buys a prepackaged barbecue. Oh no! He literally sent me a Ori. picture. Of his, this was his supper he cooked last night. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, it's two buns like sunbeam buns with that store bought barbecue that you hit up in the microwave. Oh no! He tells me that he I has all this experience, it. and his family has been in barbecue forever. Ori doesn't like. Ori sleeps late. Ori doesn't get in a hurry. Well, yeah, he, he sleeps late because he's up all damn night. We party, love you, Ori. He's, party, he's party. A, he is the life of the party. He is life of party. He is to know him is to love him. Uh, it's you can't be around him and not drink. And uh, I'm tickled for we're posting a video here in a few minutes that um, I'm hoping it's going to stir some things up. But I'm so tickled for his friendship that he's sought me out. Like he actually we met in person. He came to one of my shows in Tampa with another influencer. I've got him, Calvin. And they were like, like, why is Nashville sleeping on you? Like we're like your music is so good. Like you are too damn good. Your live show. Like what the hell? How can we help? You know, and I really appreciated that. And um, so he's like, we're doing videos. And I'm like, okay, I got some ideas. And so we just put them together. And I thought it'd be funny to do a little cat and mouse coyote, coyote in the Roadrunner chase. Yeah. And there we are. Nice. That's awesome. Um, have you done the cold plunge thing yet? You see it all over Instagram. I saw Chase Rice doing it. Do I need to? I, and I, what do I wear? I've done it the last two days. I've, I'm in the cold cult now. I'm in the cult. It's like they a, say it's great. It's, for it's, you. it's like it's like a cult. Like I've I have friend, my friends Nick and Rob have been just been like every time I see them out at Red Door or wherever they're like, hey man, you gotta get you gotta come do this plunge. You gotta come do this plunge. You gotta come do this thing. And I did it yesterday for, the, for my first time. How long did you stay in? I stayed in for four minutes. Aaron was there with You're me. She did two. Savage. She did two and a half. Trey Lewis did thirteen minutes yesterday. He put his whole fucking big six five bald headed body in there, and he was under. He, he sat underneath it for or all the way in for like forty where, seconds. Where are y'all doing this? At our buddy Nick's place. He has a barrel. Nick T. Uh, Nick Haynes. Nicky. Nick we haven't got. I want to get Nikki. I want to get Nikki T in there because Nikki T and I have been going to the, going to the gym. You need to film like, me and Nikki or me and Kurt. You need yeah, to film us. Yes, that. I want to do a concept called the called the do it. Call it a plunge pod, and you're sitting in there, and there's two barrels. That's brilliant. 
yeah, it's and two people next to each other. And, yeah, and you see how long you can stay in it. And you're going to get some motherfucker that's going to be in it for like 35, 40 minutes being like, this ain't shit. And they're sitting there drinking or smoking a cigar or whatever. And it's like not going to bother them. I could probably, like I did eight minutes today. So I did good today. But did your like did your muscles not oh, like get fr- hard? So I went to the gym right after. So I, con- I, I dropped myself off, cooled down for, or warmed up, I guess I should say, because you're already so fucking cold. Water's 40 degrees. Uh, when you hop in. So you hop in and it's 40 degrees and it's like got a filtration, so small as shit. I went to the gym and I did my, my usual workout. I did, we did arms and like the upper body stuff today. I didn't sweat until the last five minutes of my cardio at the end. Cause I always do like 25 minutes of like the incline walk. I didn't sweat at all because I was so fucking cold. Like I had goosebumps like all over my body. I'm just saying like, Scenes from the Titanic movie in my head right now. That's why I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun. Trey, Trey likes to joke around that the 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 joke is that he's like we he's like those because you have you have shrinkage as a part of it. You're getting this cold water. I was gonna he ask. goes he goes he goes find the butter bean. Like he <laughs> makes a joke out of it. I'm like God damn it, as only Trey Lewis would say. But um, but yeah, I've been doing the cold lunch things. Butter bean down in Dallas. That's butter cute. bean butter bean down in Dallas. It's 420. Butterbee, yep, 420. Yeah, it is 420. Cheers. That's awesome. Dude, have you got a Blazing and Praising shirt yet? I have seen that. I would love to have one because I'm California sober. um, And I I am big into. So we were just up in. uh, I was was back here. So Erin and I went up to New York for a trip, um, did a food tour up there, got to see some of the family. She's met the family. I'm. I got thrown the gauntlet last weekend. What? So it was her daughter's birthday. It was her daughter's birthday party. So um, I got to meet her She's parents. Five, right? yep, yep, she just turned five. Little baby Charlotte. We call her Lady Charlotte. She's awesome. Love that little girl. Um, and it was Charlotte's birthday. So I got, um, I got, I went with them. And I've, I've wanted to go. I love Charlotte. Love Aaron. Love being with all of them. So I got to meet her parents, um, Matt and Leslie. Matt, who's another. My name's Matt. I'm from New York. His name is Matt. He's from New York, which is awesome. And then Leslie, who's you love Leslie. Aaron's mom. Um, her family's from Montgomery, Alabama, but she oh, grew up in Charleston, and she loves loves NASCAR and drinking B and B liquor off. and smoking cigs. And she's she's awesome. Leslie's the shit. Um, but I also I was around like 25 year like little five year olds in this trampoline park for a couple hours. And I met like no thanks. extended family. I met all these people and did all that. But while I was doing that, Nikki T went up to Michigan for tailgating tall boys. And we learned Michigan is the best place to get your herbal substances to smoke. Is it? He came back with so much stuff at such a little price. I'm talking you can get you can get O's for under hundred bucks in Michigan. Because what really? they do is there's just such an abundance of people growing, and the places that grow double as dispensaries. So it's like going to going to a winery and buying a bottle of wine because they grow the the grapes and the stuff. Yes. Or going to a distillery as opposed to buying it at Kroger or something. Like the the weed, it's it's good. It's uh, really good. He came back with like like, t- like the purple like the purple haze. Oh yeah, kind it's of mostly stuff, in, like it's mostly red. indica because it's cold up there in Michigan. Gotcha. Like, um, but he came back. Flower. He got. They had twenty five pre rolls for forty bucks. That's really good. Like what the fuck? Like well, come can, to a Hannah Dasher show, and my fans bring me all the weed, all know, the paraphernalia that you yeah, ever want. Yeah, what's the wildest thing you've gotten from a fan? Like, because oh, they the could, best. The best thing I've gotten recently is a chicken leg bong. Because it's no joke that I love a fried chicken. A chicken leg bong? I love fried chicken. My friends joke that I'm, they're going to bury me with a bucket of chicken. Do you, do you got a picture of this? Because i got to see it's this. It's amazing. Yeah, yes. that's the, cool, uh, the coolest bong I ever smoked bong. out of was a bottle a bottle of Hennessy that got converted into a bong. That was back in Jersey. Chicken leg bong, 
blows that out of the water. Look at the gifts from my last run to. Uh, <laughs> You've got some great fans. Do I not? Yeah, there's. Uh, I've got some fans. I guess they own. It's called Virginia Cannabis Expo, and they've just made some custom, almost out of storage. <laughs> it's why is it not opening up? Maybe it's. Uh, there we are. Oh but my look at Lord. all this, like Cheech and Chong socks, oh marijuana my socks. God, it's a fried that chicken, chicken leg. leg. Isn't that amazing? With a container of good old homegrown stuff yeah. and another fan. But look at this. It's my blazing and praising stuff yes. on these pipes with this oh. with purple haze. This is one of my favorite strains. Yeah, I love um, the purple stuff. And there is a new strain out though called, they made some for cornbread. Isn't that adorable? Oh, a little But Ori. I can send y'all stuff for B-roll too, Matt. Yeah, that's but awesome. But anyhow, uh, yeah, but there's a new strain that's out there called Blackberry Smoke. Yes. It's oh, called Blackberry. So Smack. is that are Charlie and those guys involved in that? I don't think so at all. But uh, it is just the best, and I just you know I've gotten all Adderall, and I'm kind of and just the weed is just I don't know I'm just I love it. It's great. It just kind of it slows down the my high strung and kind of yeah. allows the juices to flow. And I don't really create a lot when I'm stoned unless I'm writing with Jake Mitchell. Love you, Jake. We got some <laughs> great music coming. Hell yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, I just uh, I just love it. And I mean, all of our heroes, dude. You know, created. Well, credit on mushrooms. That's another thing that yes, I love. Yes, that's a whole I think other. Think about being a guide. That's a whole <laughs> other. I've only done mushrooms once. You'd appreciate. It. I was with Ryan Nelson. I love Ryan. Nelson. I was with. We're making a push to make Ryan Nelson the mayor of Nashville. We're calling it like our, our campaign. We call him the we. Because Ryan, I've spent a lot of time with Ryan, and he is. When you look up Florida Man in the dictionary, it's a picture of Ryan Nelson barefoot with his shirt unbuttoned, with a Marlboro light in this hand and a bush light in this hand, or a joint in this hand. And he's just Ryan Nelson's a whole damn vibe. He is a vibe. But it, yes, I did mushrooms what a with great him. Voice. The mushrooms, yeah. Oh, he is one of the the fact that Ryan Nelson does isn't done the publishing deal thing. Like as you talk about like songwriters and just dudes that and like folks that just kill it. Like Ryan's the shit and been. I, we love Ryan Nelson, but I was on an island on an island with Ryan Nelson. Um, I was on it was in Percy Priest Lake. There's those little Lamar. islands right there. So yeah, I, luckily I wasn't drinking, but I um, it was me, Ryan, Mark Orient, Eli Locke. I don't know if you know any of those guys. We call them our raised rowdy DJs. They're like our boys that are like have personalities, but write songs and the music thing too. So somebody had a bag of bag of magical mushrooms, and I'd never done them before. It was the Fourth of July. Our buddy Alex Maxwell just cut his hand open Love on Alex. a tree. With, oh no! There was somebody stuck a knife in a tree, like real redneck shit, and put a knife in a tree. And Maxwell, we were playing cornhole. And Maxwell put his little hand up there on the um, on the tree and stuck it right where the knife was, and boom. But anyway, we um, I took this I took the mushrooms with Ryan. And I watched the sunset on Percy Priest Lake, and I was like, this is great. So I haven't taken them since. Do you since. like see colors? Or it? it was just watching the sunset and the fireworks, and it was just very – I had a big cap or a, yeah, a big cap and a big stem, and it was just – it was awesome. I haven't taken them since. I have friends that take mushrooms before they play rounds. I have friends that do mushrooms before they go to Losers and That's Red hardcore. Door. Yes. Like, That's that hardcore. to me is a lot. Like if you're on – like I feel like the whole room would have to be on it for me to want to be on it if I was out like that, you know? I couldn't do mushrooms and go out. I, I could smoke pot and go out. Well, I don't do mushrooms in with mixed company. Like it's it's in a controlled environment always, yeah. and it's with you know people that have good energy. I try to bring good energy and keep good energy. But when I'm doing any kind of mind altering substance, you always want to make sure that there's like because people when people say that they try weed or try shrooms and they don't have a good time, I think it's because you know they they weren't in a controlled environment. And you're gonna have a blast if you just have the mental discipline to remain in a good spot and to be around good people and to listen to good ass music you're gonna have a great time because i'll sit on my sofa with buddies and we'll travel to 1975 and have a and have a ball go back to the stone age yeah 
my God. <laughs> That's what it's about, though. Yep. And you can micro or whatever. I just, I haven't, um, I haven't tripped in, it's been about a year. So I'm due for a good trip. Holler. Okay. Anyhow, but uh, I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm starting a Patreon, and I'm thinking, of, I don't know how legal it would be. My publicist is cringing in her seat right now. But I'm wondering if I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a little series called High with Hannah. Oh, where, fuck where I, yes. Where I'm going to cook high, yes. and it's just going to be kind of unfiltered, and which people will buy access to that, obviously. And yeah. I don't know, I'll make hot dog spaghetti or something random. We when you're stoned. I don't know. But other than that, uh, I think a shroom. A shroom thing would be kind of a fun little episode. It would be. It would be. That could be really cool. Uh, what's your favorite go-to munchie snack? Like, what are you? Oh. Like, you're stoned. It's it's late on a Tuesday night Man. or Monday night. What are Magic we doing? Magic Spoon, White Castle, Don't Tell Wilson. Uh, I've really been trying to be so good. Well, you've been good. That, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying before. No, no, like, I'm a effects savory on the... girl. Like, yes, like, uh, like, I like, I love a hot dog. I, I do love too. a hot dog I do too. with like onions and you know, like a chili dog. I like a good hot dog or uh, get my, my good munchy food. I got, uh, you know, Oh, very well. Blessings. The first time he ever came over to my house for dinner. Naturally, everyone that comes over always leaves with a wobble in their wall. They get really stoned. Anyway, and so like so, <laughs> I he, love so that. he calls me from the cookout drive-through. Yes. Anyway, and so now it's kind of a thing. If he's anytime he's in cookout, just let me know about it. But he's really been on a weight loss journey too. Yeah, so, he's but, been doing great. Yes, but I had a cookout last week. It was so good. But Cookout's cookout, great. a cookout milkshake is a peanut butter banana milkshake. Yeah, see, I get the Heath, I get the Heath Bar one. I'm one of them weird toffee guys. Yum. I love no, I love Heath, Heath I love Heath Bar. I'm like all my friends used to give me shit over that in college. They're like, "Why are you eating that Heath Bar?" I'm like, they're like, "You're eating like a grandpa." I'm like, "Well, they it's the reason it's been around this long. The shit's good. We love some toffee." I'll tell Wilson I put the I make it last for like a week or two. Like I just eat a little bit at the time and I put it back in the freezer. I'm yeah. trying to be good with it. Trying to be good. That's good. Um yeah, cuz I when I first we don't have cook we don't have the fat, some of the fast food chains y'all got down here. We don't have those back home in New York. So like when I first What's discovered Well, our Back home, it's like McDonald's and Burger King and like KFC. We don't have a lot of shit. We didn't have Chick Fil A growing up, but we didn't. So when I moved down here, my mind just went like, "Well, I'm like, what is Zaxby's? What is what is Bojangles? What is what is Cookout? Like, and the fact that I can go, I can go after after Whiskey Jam or after one of our events or after a night out, and it could be two thirty in the morning. I can go in the Cookout and I can get a cheeseburger, a double with bacon and barbecue sauce and all this shit on it. And I can get two corn dogs or two quesadillas and a shake for like six bucks. Yes. Like, are you kidding and, me? And a Bible verse on the cup. There's always a different Bible verse. There's a Bible verse on the yes. cup? Yes. Isn't that great? I, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm I took uh, cornbread or laid to his first White Castle experience. He loved that. Oh, that White, was White Castle. White we Castle. Had that. Are, are you White Castle or Crystals? I've never had Crystals. I've only had White Castle because, again, I mean, they filmed Harold and Kumar go to White Castle in New Jersey. So as I went to college up there. I spent a lot of time living there. So we would get White Castle once a year growing up. It was when I was in high school. We were playing high school football. It was after one of our summer camps that we would do for football, and we'd get the shit kicked out of us for a few days. And then we'd each get a Crave case. So like the thirty burgers, oh, and I'd eat one of those and a sack of fries and like the big like the, the gallon like the biggest. You would eat thirty White Castle burgers. I ate like twenty something because once they get too cold, that pickle just fucks with you. Call the cardiologist, oh, man. So with cheese, without. Oh, with cheese. With oh, cheese. I ran it. How do you do that? Well, that was that was after after being away in the woods at a football camp for four or five days. You know, it was me and my bu my buddy uh, Matt Cummings. Our, our we were we were young dude. We were like fourteen doing it, so we didn't have a driver's. Our mom, one of our moms, would take us, and then the next day we'd just be miserable. She'd be like, "We told you not to eat that shit," you know. I love it. 
So uh, I got to try crystal, though. I've heard crystal is just a southern. Some might call it a delicacy. Some may call it something else. I don't know. I've been told that I need to try it once in my Crystals life. Crystals are great. I like the fries at White Castle better, but uh but I think the, burger the crinkle cut fries at White Castle. Really There's something bad. about them. What are some of your other favorite Nashville like food spots? And I know you're I know you're being oh, good yeah. and like you're doing because like, I'm trying to be good too. But I wolf down. We have like the leftover bus stock in here. I wolf down like four four of those little mini bags of chips today. I I, I had a little Did cheat you? meal today. I yeah. love it. I, like I, the I, little, I live little on bus Cheetos. Stop. Yeah, like the little Cheetos and like that kind of shit. But like, what are like your favorite spots? Like I'm old school. I mean, like I'm you know I'm. An 85-year-old woman, basically. And so, Sperry's and Bell Mead's, one of my favorite spots. There's salad bar. There are bean salad. I just, I love the salad bar. I love the vibe there. It's just like an old steakhouse. It reminds me, reminds me of the place that my parents used to take me and my sister when we'd have a good report card. So, we get to go get Ooh, prime rib. okay. And all. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm more of a steak person. Like, do it, it was like, you want to go get a blizzard? It's like, no, I want to go get a steak. Yeah, so what? Were, so where's, like, your favorite spot to get a steak? We're celebrating. Sperry's. It's called Sperry's. Spe- so yeah, Sperry's, Sperry's is, is like, the steak. Yes, okay. but the waiters is, is Jack Ruby. Or is it Jeff Ruby, Jack Ruby? I can't remember. Jeff Ruby. Well, I've always been yeah. a little altered when I've been there. <laughs> Anyhow, but they're really handsome. So uh, Jeff Ruby's really great, too. If I'm not buying, Jeff Ruby. Yeah. That, see, I like... Um, I've been to I've been to E3 and I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, it's good. And Aaron's been wanting, wanting been talking a lot about that Halls Halls Chop House, but she's a Charleston girl and they're based out of Charleston. So that makes I've sense. not been. I mean, I'm, Sean Brock's here in town. Nashville's a huge food town, obviously, and yeah. so you know, done the Husk thing, or whatever. And I tried his new place and uh, was it was really really overpriced. I wasn't paying for it, but it was literally like it was like four or five grand for like four of us to eat, and it Whoa. was and. It, it was there. The service was terrible, and it was not worth it. I won't. Yeah. I won't call it in the restaurant. But anyhow, I just as much as I've been cooking on TikTok and stuff, not as much anymore with the release of this music. But I just, uh, you know, I haven't really gone out. There's so many new places I want to try. You ever been to Chef's Market up in Goodlettsville? Uh, is it great? It no. is. Aaron introduced me to that. So Aaron, Aaron has more. She's more of a local than Nashville than I am. She's been in town for ten years. I've been here five. So and she. Moved here, wasn't doing the music thing. Lived up in lived in in uh, Goodlettsville and up in White House, like north of the, out in the country. Yeah, I've only I've only lived like uh, for me, I've had to come in the city almost every day for work, kind of thing. And she never really had to do that as much. There, so Chef's Market, it's in Goodlettsville, and you're it is fire. Um, it's like. You could order off the menu, or you could do like they have like the hot bar kind of thing. So it's like meat and three style. Oh, yum! Yeah. And I went in there, and I had that old. I asked that there was a, the older lady behind the counter was like, "Baby, what can I get for you?" I love and it. I was like, "All right, I'm feeling good." Um, and I had like the the mac and cheese, the sweet potato casserole, yeah, the, the big the big thing of pot roasts. Like it was like that good, well cooked pot mm-hmm. roast, little little key lime pie at the end, and then that homemade sweet tea that just you, oh, you feel yeah. you feel the diabetes. Going yes, into you when you drink yes. this week. I try tea. to cook for my co riders when they come over too. And so I usually will have tea and I'll like fix for them. And so I just, I don't know, I, because I like to cook and I cook soul food, I don't, I just don't go to a lot of meat and threes. Arnold's is always good though if you're looking for a wood place yeah. in Nashville. But anyway, but I can tell you where to go for some good entertainment. Where's that? Come to the Tall Boy Tour and come see Hannah. Yes. Oh yeah. There it's you go. Look at you. You've got you've got her. You've got her all all lined up and trained and good to go. Where, oh, where are the first dates? I saw you guys were going to Texas. So are those the first? Yes, ba- is that the yes, first yes. batch of out, dates? Out, out Texas, then in Tulsa. 
Okay. And I've never been to Oklahoma, so I'm so excited. Oh, oh. Well, I've never hey, been to Oklahoma. Sneaky thing people don't know about Oklahoma. What? Some of the best weed that I've ever had has come out of the state of Oklahoma. They, sure. They grow. I mean, it's they like like ragweed sings about everybody. They've been smoking weed out there for a very long time. This Oklahoma, is where we Oklahoma, have a thing we call we, we call them the um. We have a guy. I'm gonna have to get this. Trey has his number, right? Is it Darren? Yeah, he's going out there soon. Uh, so totally, I need to hook a, up in every town. There's a place, uh, there's a guy named, so it's in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, Tumbleweed is the venue out there, um, <laughs> which it's actually, it's where Garth Brooks got his start. So Garth was a bouncer there and then became the house band. And Love that it. was back in the 80s and stuff. But there's a regular there named Darren. And I think it's Darren or Daryl. It'd be more fitting if it was Daryl. It's there. So he grows. He's a grower. And what he does is he grows because you can grow medicinally and you can buy medicinally, but you can't do like rec stuff. And he's a big fan of music and all that stuff. So he would come out to the shows and he made he made weed for like folks that are like terminally ill, like cancer patients and stuff. That's the good stuff. That's the heavy stuff. So he called the he brought these gummy bears over and we 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 all call them we call them suicide bears because they they fucking destroy it. They're ninety milligrams full spectrum RSO. They're about yay big. They're little so tiny bears. So you sleep bears. for thirty six hours basically. I've seen people eat a handful of them and be fine. I ate one of them, went to a Predators game and thought I was dying. I was up in God's country, up in the level three hundreds, and McElwain was there that night, I think, and and it was yeah, but they. But they also have really good, like, their dispensaries. So um, if you're doing a show in Tulsa, you know where the show is? A, is it Canes or one of the venues? Where are we playing? You know, where, wherever the venue. Mercury Lounge. Okay, yeah. great venue. Yeah. Mercury Chris Lounge. Just played there. Oh, Thanks at Mercury. Yeah. That kind yeah of Mercury, Mercury Lounge is great. And so I'm sure a lot of times, like, when we went to Oklahoma City, the as soon as we were loading in, the house crew was like, hey, anybody here smoke? A couple of us raised our hands. They passed their phone over, passed their phone around, and was like, "Hey, I've got my medical card. I'll go get it for you. Whatever you want, just give me the money." So we did that, and that weed is some of my favorite in the country. Noted. Oklahoma, Noted. great edibles. The flower, they, their pre rolls tend to be a little bit bigger than the average pre roll. I like Oklahoma weed a lot. So well, one I'm of my very favorite people in there. town to smoke with is from Oklahoma. So I guess that's, there may be a connection there. Yeah. The cowboy shit, you know, that oh, smoke, what's that smoke, what comes out of the ground. Um, who's somebody, who's your, who's your favorite person in country music to smoke weed with? Hmm. Cause there's a lot of us that are in this, in this country music world that smoke pot. Oh golly. I guess just whoever's a really, really good hang. I mean, I, you know, I obviously smoke with the Cadillac three guys. I've, you know, gotten high with. I don't want to incriminate anybody. No, well, not incriminate. Well, well, any or any of the legend or anybody. Like if you, if like I if could you, smoke with somebody. Yeah, if you could. Who's your dream oh smoke God. sesh? Who, what's your dream smoke circle? So it'd be like. Um, I think Tanya Tucker would be a ball to get high with. Honestly, yeah. I think she'd be great because she's, you know, she rides that line, that Saturday night and Sunday morning yep. line. Like I do. Um, you know, I think uh, Dwight Yoakam. Ooh. Could be a lot of fun. He's just such a legend. But I, I want him to do, uh, you know, impersonations all night from uh, Sling Blade. Yep. And then, uh, Linda. And then, uh, uh, you know, Kurt Ozan. Oh. Well, your own, right, is a lot of fun to get stoned with. I gave yes. him a gummy. He came out with me on the road a few yeah. weeks ago. And I gave him, it's called a knockout. And I forgot that. Yeah, and we only took like a, I mean, it's like this big, but it's like 40 milligrams. It might have been Ooh. 100, though. <laughs> Anyhow, but uh, it lasted about 26 hours. Oh, wow. But he's such, he's such a good hang. He's such a good vibe. He's uh, just great. People that, that's the thing about 
in the music industry is just you've got that common bond of you just we were those nerdy kids that grew up you know like Bethard and Eric wrote about Mr. Misunderstood yep you know and it's like these kids grow up in the middle of Nashville and so uh, it's really really great to connect with people on that kind of a level and to go to dive in the deep catalog music and to find you know just uh, those common bonds with people and to travel back in time if you're on altered substances and so I don't know I'm fun to get high with I think whoever's in the room is going to have a good time say, I think I think we'll have a great time I was going to say we've definitely gotten high together over the years God we, we should, have. but not enough not, not enough. enough no Come there's never over. never never enough yeah we can definitely do it and I told you we've we've got at, at Ray's Rowdy headquarters we've got a good um we've got a good stock from the Great White North of Michigan so I love Nikki T and I love uh, I love uh, I love all things cannabis. So please keep me yes, in mind. Yes, we can definitely do that. So when does the tour start? Uh, this weekend, I guess. Wait, uh, it, yes, it, it started already. Yes, yes. I think I guess we kind of started. We, I guess my whatever my last Opry date was in June. We kind of made that the start. Uh, but yes, we uh, are in July. So yeah, we've been going for the month of July and got the Carolinas and. Just did a sold out show at Atlanta, and now Let's we're uh, and we're going to come back and do Athens, and then down in Savannah. But um, but yeah, I'm eager to get out west and got New Mexico. I've never been to New Mexico. Ooh. Never never played in Oklahoma. So uh, Wyoming, never played in Wyoming. Never played in Montana. So we got a sold out show in Montana. I'm just excited to try to get to uh, get these places. I'm going to be in LA. I'm most excited about Whoa. that. So we're going to announce, I guess, my October dates today. I think tonight we announce those. Awesome. So. That's yes, honey, so and, cool. and come to Joshua Tree, Pappy and Harris. I know that I'll be there. We're playing yes. there too. I wanted to do that. Ooh. Well, Joshua Tree, you got to do that's it. That's special. Yeah, I feel like I've, I've got. We're gonna have to. We we do. We've started doing segments on the past over the past like few months where we call it Rowdy on the Road. Oh, and you got to do Nikki it. Nikki and I will will drive out or venture out, and we'll get content with the artist on the road and then kind of get con do like some crowd work and then just, like be posting on socials and like help promote and stuff. We well, we'll we'll make we'll make a trip out and we'll do a rowdy on the road. That would probably be a really store. fun one. Actually. That would that I mean, what's more and what full circle? How full circle would that be from that would be from great. all all the years where Nikki was driving around watching you open for Cadillac Three, watching watching all three shows on a run to now us watching you do the damn thing. Well, you're, you're partying with us. That'd be so much oh, fun. We Let's would, do we, it. We would party with you. We'd have a we'd have a good Duh. time. Of course, I'll, I'll make a pound cake if I'm able to. All right. It's, it's it's definitely happening now. There's a pound kick coming. So your socials, everything's Hannah, at Hannah Dasher. Yes, at Hannah Dasher on Instagram and Facebook, I believe, and then the TikTok uh, is at Hannah Dam Dasher. That's my middle name given to me yep. by Nashville <laughs> and Roar Gunther. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, YouTube, all those things, and Spotify, Hannah Dasher, H A N N A H D A S H E R. Hell yeah. H to the damn to the D, huh? H to the damn to the D. Thank you for having me. I just love you guys. You can be. Thank you for coming and doing this. Like yeah. we really we love having you and you're you're always been a big part of the Rays Rowdy family and we can't are, wait to see you. Y'all were early champions of mine and I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, hey, always, always. We're ride or die with H to the damn to Sarah, the D. Oh, hell yeah, man. Always here for well, you, girl. All right. Well, yeah, come get stoned. Oh, we definitely will. Y'all be sure to check out our girl Hannah Dam Dasher, the Tall Boys Tour going on right now. Y'all get your tickets. Y'all be sure to follow along with the saga with old cornbread on socials and the second half of the album coming at some point soon. Y'all be sure to follow our girl Hannah Dam Dasher. Um, be sure to check out our, our sponsors as well. Our friends from Big Friendly Productions, of course, Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, and our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency. For our girl Hannah, from old sweet boy behind the camera, my name is Matt Burrill, and this has been Outside the Round. I ain't never been the kind for stay.
place for too long I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl 